Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Wendy Papazan. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. Today, you get the two of us, which is so fun. Um, And we are here to talk to you about a topic that we both are very passionate about, which is how the heck do you make more money with fewer leads? Like if I'm if I'm gonna make money, let's let's spend it wisely and let's make more money with fewer leads because in today's real estate market, it is um, a game of figuring out how you make the most out of every single person you talk to, every single lead you get, and it should be every day. But Wendy, wouldn't you agree? Like right now, especially, especially that is right now, even more the case. We're hearing that from more and more people. Especially right now. Yeah. It's kind of like when you get started in real estate. And for those of you that are new, lucky you, you don't know anything different. Yeah. I started my real estate career in the third quarter of 2009, which in yeah. Texas, Austin, Texas, was arguably the worst time to get into real estate. Yeah. Probably for many, many years since the yeah. 80s. And uh, I didn't know any different. And when you get started, um, you have very few leads. You have very few prospects. Yep. And so what do you do with those prospects? I imagined back then I would open up my palms and look at my beautiful little prospects that were in the palm of my hands. And I would kiss them. I would love on them. I would hug them. <laughs> I would touch them. I would call them. I would, I would reach out. I would send them news articles, information, whatever it took, right? Because- mm-hmm. That's all I had. That's all I had. I had very few leads. And so what did I do? Sort of follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. So that's what we're going to be talking about today is how to make money on fewer leads. And the way that you do that is you follow up on the leads that you have, right? A bird in the hand is is worth two in the bush. bush. Mm -hmm. By the way, did you know that that's like not a phrase everybody knows? Really? Yeah. I was using that the other day and um, a client looked at me like I was a crazy person. I was like, you've never heard of that before? (laughs) They were like, no. I was like, well, now you do. And I'm thrilled for you on that. So well, did they just in case in you didn't know it, or something? no, they were, well, they were from the Northeast. So Northeasterners, if that's not a thing for you, you need to let us know because mm. mm. I'm from Texas. You're from the Midwest. Like we, that's normal. So yeah, that's one we do hand. before. Yeah, yeah, way better I than f- two I feel like bush. that's an old, old saying, though, from like, that's you know, Gaelic 1400s, something like that. Maybe. You know, probably when yeah. they date it back, it's probably, it's probably Gaelic. Well, I mean, it makes sense if you're like pheasant <laughs> hunting or something. Like, yeah, you definitely want one you can eat for dinner exactly. tonight. Exactly. Yeah, yes. exactly. Well, and yeah, that's really, that's real estate leads too, you guys. And especially with interest rates still being high and not being as low as they were um, even just 24 months ago, 18 months ago, um, that means that every single person you talk to, you have to visit motivation even more. Um, and we're seeing right now like deals getting put together, like people are really hot to jump into a deal, but they're really quick to jump out too. And so um, that means you've got to tap into motivation with everyone so much more. So I've got some interesting statistics for you. So did you know that 48% of salespeople never follow up after they get a lead? 48%, like that's almost half. That's crazy. That makes sense. I mean, think about it. Think about all the times you sent an email to like a like a plumber's website or yeah. you know you made a phone call to someone i mean mm-hmm. it, it, that doesn't surprise me actually i'm surprised it's not lower or yeah, not because higher people are just it. i don't know most businesses are like eh you know yeah i don't care yeah 
You don't care until you have to care. Like right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, until you go yeah. out of business. Yeah, until then you have no no business. <laughs> and then and then you wish you would have called them back. Yeah. Well, and then what's interesting is twenty five percent of people make a second attempt and then stop. They literally call them twice and they're like, they never call me back. I guess they don't want to work with me. And then twelve percent make three attempts and quit. And only ten percent make more than three contacts. That is I mean, that's staggering. So if you make more than three contacts, you are in the top 10% of any given business, but especially in the real estate industry, you're in the top 10%. And if you think about it, there, there's a reason why, if you look at the real estate across the country, that there's a very small number of people that do the vast majority of the business, and there's a very large number that do very little business. And if you think about that, it can directly be Taken back to, well, what percentage of people are actually doing the follow-up? Yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's what's interesting is when I first got into the real estate business, I didn't realize that you actually had to segregate kind of your business building into yeah. um, getting leads and then following up on the leads. Like yes. nobody ever told me that. Yes, that's fair. And I just, I just didn't get it. So then once I realized, wow, I have to actually time block and allocate time for following up on leads... Um, that that changed my business dramatically. And mm-hmm. what's what's crazy about those statistics, Seychelle, is that 80% of sales, right? So if only 10% make more than three contacts, 80% of sales are made on the fifth to 12th contact. Yeah, which 80%. is just, it's amazing. So you think about that. You're leaving 80% of your business on the table by not following up five to 12 times. And yeah. if you could, if you could, Turn that into, as Wendy was saying, a routine to where you have your generating time and then you have your follow-up time as two separate activities. That's where the results really get magical is your routine around that actually is going to directly dictate the results that you get. And so, um, y'all, we have another episode on this that's really good, which is episode 45, if you haven't listened to it, which is called What to Do When You Don't Want to Pick Up the Phone. It's on overcoming call reluctance. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that or share that with your team and your friends too. Um, But it's a really good one to kind of help you motivate yourself when you're not necessarily wanting to call and do that follow-up that you know you need to do. Yeah. So lead follow-up is usually based on systems. Absolutely. Okay. And the system can be as easy as, so when I first got into real estate, I every single person that I talked to that was a quote-unquote lead, mm-hmm. I would fill out either a purple piece of paper, which was my listings, like it was mm-hmm. a seller, mm-hmm. or I filled out a green piece of paper. And they each had different questions on them, mm-hmm. and I photocopied on different pieces of paper yep. so I could keep them track in my mind. And um, I would, you know, fill out information about them. And if I didn't end up, you know, getting the appointment or if I didn't end up like getting the listing when I went on the appointment, I would put it in this little folder. So I had a little folder and I would just go through every time I had lead follow-up, I would just go through this folder and just call this folder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a system. Like that's that an, is an easy one too. That's it's an totally easy, easy system. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy system. Well, and... Um, and when you think about it, like remember when you're when you're implementing the system, that this is actually like a, a a real live human that has asked for your help. Like usually when you get the name of someone, it's because they really do have a need. It's not a robot. It's not like Chat GPT or AI. It's an actual person that has goals and dreams. Maybe kids. Maybe interesting hobbies you don't even know about yet. Um, and and they're doing their best to 
to handle their life and at the same time need your help. And so when I hear, you know, people on my team, people in the industry go, oh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to bother them or I don't want to be annoying to them. Remember that they actually need your help. And when you don't reach out to them, you're actually abandoning them and leaving them to go work with somebody that might actually be terrible at their job. Um, that yeah. person needs you and they need you to care enough about them to follow up and to and to be persistent with them. Yeah. Well, and I have a great story about that, about how yeah. we didn't follow up. I didn't follow up. And uh, so I had, um, I was holding a, an open, a house open mm-hmm. earlier on in my career and I had a woman stop by who lived in the neighborhood and we got along amazingly well. She was thinking about possibly turning it into an investment property mm-hmm. and so I offered to meet with her for coffee and we kind of went over all of her options. And um, at the end of the day, she decided, you know, I think I'm going to lease it out. And uh, so we kind of just we kind of just put it on the back burner and uh, with the thought that she was going to lease it out like later that year. And I really didn't follow up. So I didn't stay in touch with her, just knowing that we were going to lease it out. And I think six months is what it was. And um, but it had been on our pipeline. And so everybody on our team sort of knew who this this person was. And, um, and so then um, I had a realtor on my team who was teaching a class in our real estate office. And she was teaching a class on how to uh, do a comparative market analysis, right? So how to, how to figure out how much a house costs. And so the room is filled with brand new realtors. And, um, and so this woman raises her hand, or this guy raises his hand, and he says, yeah, I've got this new listing. It's my, it's, I'm brand new. Um, you know, I've only been in real estate a couple weeks and I don't know how to do CMA at all. And I met this woman at a party and she wants to sell her house. And so I had a couple people from my team in that class, just kind of shadowing the, the realtor who was teaching it. And so it turns out that this guy had met this woman that I had talked to, right. That I assumed was going to lease her house out, but I hadn't followed up. And he just met her at a party and said, like, why don't you just sell that house? And she's like, you know what? I'm going to do that. So here he is in this uh, class getting advice from someone on my team uh, right, about how to price it, uh, how to price it. And anyway, it was crazy because the person who was teaching the class didn't realize it was like a lead that we'd been working. So she gave him all the information on pricing. <laughs> he took the information, went, got the listing, and you know we kind of got screwed. But um it's just a good it's just a good reminder of of just not like that was just a big big boo boo not following up assuming that this person was had had their mindset and the reality is people change their minds all the time like you can change your mind at a party when you're talking to somebody who's brand new in real estate and the next thing you know you're selling your house so mm-hmm. it it happens. It happens to the best of us. I could give you a number of stories that way too. And also remember too that your friends and family, that's especially the ones you need to be following up with because yes. they like, it's like the number one thing we have to do right now for effective lead nurturing is finding out their motivation, finding out your prospect's motivation. Yeah. And you cannot assume that because they've told you what their motivation is and they're three, six, nine, 12 months out, that it's going to stay that way. And all of a sudden, like that motivation that took forever, there's a divorce, there's a marriage, there's a new job, there's just interest rates change, right? Like they walk into an open house and fall in love and all of a sudden now they want it. Like you have got to assume that the motivation that they've given you 
could change. And the person that is following up with them and standing in front of them is going to be the person that is doing the business with them. I love that. Yep. So that's definitely one way to make more money on fewer leads. And the second one is to really educate prospects on whatever you're selling. So it makes you look like an expert and the law of reciprocity kicks in. So the easiest thing that you can do is send them information, you know, on the housing market or whatever it is. Um, whatever your industry is, just educate them. And you can you can kind of, I, I think of pebbling that out. So I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. saw, you know what that means is like, there's a kind of penguin, this is so random, but there's a kind of penguin that yeah. gives uh, as a token of its love, a little pebble to the other penguin that it wants to mate with. And so whenever I'm thinking of doing something like this, I always think <laughs> of it like I'm the little penguin and I'm just giving you a little pebble like I'm giving you a little That's article so or like a little something mm-hmm. and hopefully you're going to, you know, mate with me. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to choose me as your real estate mate. That's yes, what it is. <laughs> exactly. 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 So well, just pebble, yeah. pebble out those little bits of information. And uh, you know what that makes me visually think of is number three, you've got to give them pebbles over a long period of time. You have to nurture that relationship over time because we're not in charge of when they decide to make that decision. We just have to be the one that's there when they're ready. And they don't, like oftentimes, if they don't know you really well, then they don't know or love you yet. They don't know about my love for pizza. They don't know about Wendy just found the best taco places in town, right? They don't know about all of our fun, quirky habits and, and hobbies that we have and love. So- they, they haven't connected with you in that way yet. And that's a great way to, to get them connected with you is to, to personally connect with them, but also through business. And the key to do that too is to put notes in your CRM or even on your sheets of paper if you're using a paper system. Mm-hmm. Put notes every time you talk to them so that if you or another team member are calling them down the road, I can be like, hey, Wendy, how was college drop-off? Hey, Seychelles, how is Michigan? Like that connects somebody to you so much more than a just cold call that has no connection every single time. Makes a huge difference. I love that. And I actually do this with a lot of relationships in my life. So I um, went in for a facial and I had a new gal who was, uh, you know, my esthetician. And she and I were chatting. We had a really good chat. And just at the end of it, I booked another appointment with her in six weeks. And um, in that booking appointment, I just wrote down some of the things that we talked about. And um, so then six weeks later, I came back in and I was able to ask her questions about it. And, you know, she's like, wow, what a me- what a great memory you have. And I'm thinking like, well, it's not really my memory, but I put it in, I put it in my notes. So I have a little system about that. But you remembered to put it in notes, which counts too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's like this overtime thing is so greatly underutilized. Um, I think about, like I always tell my, I tell the people on my team, I say, like, imagine if you needed to get the pipes replaced under your house. So, your pipes are broken, but you don't have, you know, in Austin, Texas, probably cost $25,000 to drill through the slab and get the pipes replaced and sometimes more. And uh, so you call three plumbers, okay? You call three plumbers and you say, I need some estimates. The first plumber you really like, you're like, wow, this guy is my dream plumber. Stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're really, they're really excellent at what they're doing. Um, and second plumber gives you the best price. They're like, wow, such a good deal. Like really the guy's like, I'm kind of new. I'm looking for business. I'm going to give you a really good price on this. And then the third plumber is, you don't really like them that much. You don't connect with them that much. They weren't even the cheapest, but this plumber then follows up with you every single month for the next 18 months. At the end of that 18 months, which plumber are you going to call? I'm calling the one I didn't really like, but called me. Yeah. 100%. Because they're standing there. Because they're right there, right? You're not even going to remember who that person was 18 months ago. And I think, so I think so many of us just forget that, um, you know, if we're somewhat competent and actually showing up every month is half of getting the business. I love getting the business. Yeah. Well, and something that we're moving on our team, this is just a practical note for y'all, like something we're moving to literally on our team. I have a call right after we finish recording today to finish like our implementation of the system on it, but to take the like brain surgery out of the lead follow-up. And so if you've got a person that's looking to transact business between now and 90 days out, you call them every week. So zero to 90 days, you call every week. If they're 90 days to six months, you call them every two weeks. And if they're six months to a year plus, you call them once a month. And we're just literally setting up the auto call tasks for that to make it just super simple. And Ryan Allen's actually our coach that gave us that. So shout out to her. Um, but that's, that's been a great thing for us. Well, I love that. And it's especially important in this market when there are so many uh, buyers, especially who are just on the fence and sellers who are just on the fence, who will uh, come back to the market at some point, whether it's next spring, next fall, the following spring, whenever it is, and you're going to be that one. You're going to be the one that's followed up for 18 months. So then I'm going to remember the other two people. And just remember, you know, so many people, especially in the real estate industry, they're always going for that low hanging fruit. They are going for that woman that they meet at the party who says, I want to list this week. And almost nobody is going for that business where you have to follow up for 18 months, two years. And if you can be that person that's doing that, then your pipeline is going to be so, Always full. so, Always so full. full. Mm-hmm. So full, so full, so full. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you want to follow up in all the ways. So you got to maintain ongoing contact, but you want to follow up in all the ways. So Phone, text, email, handwritten cards. Those are all wonderful ways to stay in touch with someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, social media. Yep. And then your last thing is to provide long-term value for them. So come from contribution again and again and again, right? It's not a what can you do for me for my real estate business. It's a, I saw this interesting article. Rates haven't dropped. I just wanted to let you know. Looks like, you know, the Fed's meeting next week. We'll let you know what we hear about it. Wow, this house just hit the market in your neighborhood. Wanted to let you know what it was worth, right? There's a number of different ways. You can either do client events or tokens of appreciation, or you can do real estate market information to help somebody feel like, even if you don't have a house to sell them right now, that you're staying in touch without being a nuisance or a bother. Well, the other thing that you can do is if you have a personal relationship with them and, and, and they are on social media with you, like I learned this from you, Seychelles, which is you can see what's going on in their life. And instead of commenting on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, you actually take it offline and you send them a text message. This is you, You're so smart. You're like the 
queen bee of this. And um, I think that's just brilliant because you sort of take it offline. Hey, oh my gosh, I saw you're having a baby or your son's going to college or whatever it is. And you can maintain contact in that way. And they really feel like they're connected to you because you reached out to them in a very different way, even though you just saw it on Facebook like everybody mm-hmm. else did. Yeah. Um, and that goes so. for birthday messages, anniversaries, like major milestones. Don't be one of the 200 that comment on the post because they're not going to see that. You want to be the one that sends, a, like I did two this morning, right? Send a video message from your phone, text it to that person, let them know you're thinking about them. Um, it's a totally way to, it's an easy way to stand out. It takes 30 seconds. And um, by going that extra just 30 seconds, you stand out instead of taking the 10 seconds to comment on that on that thread. So yeah. I I always try to think about how can I stand out. So I love that. Yeah, I love that. So smart. Well, and so what do you say when you don't know what to say when you're trying to follow up with someone? Um, One of the things that I think is super easy is you say, hey, I'm I'm just thinking about you and I want to check in. Yep. That's exactly right. I was thinking about you. Mm -hmm. I wanted to check in, which is true. You were thinking about them and you did want to check in. So there's nothing false or duplicitous or anything like that. And, um, you know, if you've got your stack of, of sheets in your folder, like I did, you're, you're definitely thinking about them and you did want to check in because at the end of the day, you want to help them, right? You want to help them, uh, get what they need Mm -hmm. in the time that they want to, uh, get things accomplished. And, um, so that's super easy. That's totally fair. The second one that we use a lot right now was, I wanted to give you a quick update on the real estate market. We actually had an email that went out to our database yesterday on that. Um, I, I just wanted to email. keep you. Yes, that was a good email. You'll have to let me know um, feedback on it. Um, but yeah, like you know, and if if you're on this thread and you want to be included in some of our marketing stuff, y'all write a five star rating and review and, and shoot us your contact information. We'll be happy to put you in on some of our drips. Um, so, you know, don't forget to do that because we can absolutely help you hack that system. Um, but just that, like, I wanted to give you an update of what's happening and, and get permission to stay in touch. And this is what's going on in our business right now. Um, so that's an easy way to do that in a non-salesy way. So that's an easy way to stay in touch. I love that. Um, and then, yeah, you could just, if you see something or you read an article, uh, you can just send it to someone and say, hey, I, I do this all the time. And the way that you're, the, the system and the hack that you have around this is you should have many Google News alerts coming to you every day in your email. You are so good and, at this. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a lot, but I do have some. Mm-hmm. And, it, and there are specific words, Austin Real Estate or, you know, Austin Realtor or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and then I also read the news and you guys should be reading the news. Everyone should be reading the news every single day, whatever that looks like for you. Um, I read the morning brew and there's lots of things in there that I can just share with someone. Um, And it doesn't even have to be something to do with real estate. It can just really be anything. Or, you know, I know a lot of people do this with memes or funny TikTok videos or whatever it is, um, you're probably not going to send a listing, uh, a seller that you don't know too well, a lot of funny TikTok videos. But um, <laughs> if, it's, if it's somebody you know personally, yeah, hey, you know what? Yeah. I, there's plenty of real estate TikTok videos out there and you can That's easily right. uh, stay in touch with someone that way. So I love that. And, you know, the, the moral of the story here is it doesn't have to be overcomplicated and you can actually check in on someone like five times a year with the same message and they're probably not even going to notice. So the key is to do something. Don't overthink it and use that as an excuse to do nothing. And we promise you, Wendy and I both 
feel extremely passionate about this, that you will close more business with fewer leads if all you do is reach out five or more times. And the more you do it, the more business you will have. So y'all do something simple, do it consistently, put it on your schedule and get out there, go get some more business and build that big business and an even bigger life. Thanks guys. Bye y'all.